0: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So
1: dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at Breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine
0: podcasts are found.
1: He never gives up, he'll stay
0: till the fight. One G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe
1: Buddy, and welcome back to your favorite GI Joe wrap-up show experience podcast. Knowing is half the podcast. Episode twenty-two with us, the people who do this show,
2: written by Martin Pasco.
0: Martin Pasco. Do we I know who Martin ri-
2: Pasco is? I started is? to write them down so that we can see a pattern.
0: Did you wait a minute? Did you announce the name of the episode? Yeah. Operation Mind
2: oh.
1: Menace is episode 22 of Knowing is Half the Podcast. So it was a little
0: weird that she announced the I thought it was person. strange
1: she jumped in too, but I'll yeah. yes I
2: and thought, nope. I thought nope. you said episode 22 because the logical place no. to put the title of the episode is after right. he says no, episode No, he did say 22. episode 22,
0: but I I gu- I no, I was going to say that I guarantee that he did not know the name of the episode, but I bet he <laughs> did write it down. Did you write it down?
1: I did write down the name of the episode. What is it called? Operation Mind Menace. Good man. Thank you. My name is Ray Stekanis.
0: I'm Robert Chan.
2: I'm Gina Ebelita,
1: And we are breaking down this psionics episode,
0: as I have been corrected. Yep, not psychics. Not they, psychics. They, they make They say specifically uh, to see if I uh, have psychic powers. Not psychic, psionic.
2: Why? why is, is the term psychic copyrighted or something?
0: I'm not entirely sure, but well, I do know that back in the 80s, it was a big deal in D&D. For, for little me playing d and I was like... Psionics. What are those? Those sound like even cooler than psychic powers. So this is a
2: fantasy thing. Like it's not a real thing.
0: No,
1: I mean it's a real thing. Like the bending of the spoons
0: and the guys oh. being able, like the mentalism and stuff. I you got know. it. So
2: it it covers more than just the
0: force. Here we go. It's a blanket term used to describe alleged psychic effects such as telepathy, psychokinesis, pyrokinesis, and others. Parapsychology, a pseudoscience that began around 1889, aims to study psionics and other su- supernatural claims.
2: So it's psychic plus.
0: It's basically psychic superpowers, mm-hmm. as opposed to just mm-hmm. psychic, which just sort of means like oh, I can read minds, I can, uh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can predict nice. the number you're thinking of. We're gonna right.
2: have a good time picking superpowers for this episode.
0: Oh, there's a ton of good ones in this mm-hmm. episode. Are you telling uh, me right now? <laughs> good ones? <laughs>
2: <laughs> or oh, I can oh. leave
0: my body. And what? What do you do? What? And I can How press can buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, that sounds good to me. I don't know. Uh, we open up with Flash and Airborne, two of our least loved Joes who, up to this point. I, Flash I
2: don't know who who this yeah, dude is. Flash
1: and Airborne who have rarely been seen
2: I actually have like I didn't know who either of these guys were, and the fact that he's named Airborne, which is now <laughs> vitamin, uh, C supplement. vitamin C supplement hey, can we
0: jump ahead <laughs> because plenty sure. plenty of uh, pilots are called hey Airborne hey, Airborne. <laughs> and he at the end of the episode is like you remember me it's your brother you <laughs> gave me the name airborne I'm like what you and like 400,000 other people who have been in the uh-
2: I just like that he had a your cousin Marvin moment where he goes your brother airborne it's like thank you for clarifying oh, y-
1: brother you wouldn't know my n- real name if I didn't give you my code name <laughs> I actually wrote down here it says uh, Tommy you named me airborne because you're fucking uncreative
2: <laughs> I wrote down why does Tommy look Native American and airborne is the whitest dude I see Uh, yeah Yeah.
1: there's a lot of uh, there's a lot to that well they're (laughs) flying around Easter Island
2: Uh, yeah which some they don't know like one of the guys is like what are those things
0: yeah yeah (laughs) uh, the giant Easter heads what's up with Cobra uh Uh, kidnapping someone and like tying him to the pontoon that was weird yeah the
1: the the (laughs) lady who can leave her own body as we learned later she's tied to the side of the fangs like how does the fang land without like
2: accidentally crushing her the Uh. first thing I wrote in my notes was hot hostage (laughs) (laughs) because she's a cute hostage like I was like uh oh this this isn't good that they're kidnapping a hot lady but then I was like oh good it's not for rapins; it's for her psychedelic mind powers
1: oh yeah I'd give her Stockholm syndrome (laughs) I mean they do they
0: do put a uh Um, a neural uh, neural disruptor on her, which, I mean, arguably, that's that's basically Rohypnol. They're basically (laughs) gate raping her.
2: Oh, no. By the way, there is so much information in the first one minute of this episode. I wrote down, kidnapping, Honolulu, Airborne's brother is psychic? What's happening?
0: (laughs) cobra has got to have a base on... uh,
2: There's so much. There's like nine plot lines in this first minute. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. where
1: Easter Island is, it's not necessarily next to
0: Hawaii.
2: No, (laughs) I... I,
0: It's down in South America. That copter flew the...
2: (laughs) How
1: do you, you know get what? Helicopters no, no. so far off. Bed, you went, off Go
0: case? go ahead and, and and talk amongst yourselves. Oh,
1: I've already I looked will... up the distances. Oh, thank Oh, I have you. that for later in the episode because we we do some traveling. But later at some on.
2: point, they're in Washington D.C. That is correct. I didn't. I, this episode confused.
1: All right. Me. Uh, we'll, when we get there, I've already broken down a few numbers here. Although All I did right. not I get I did not get Hawaii to Easter Island. If you want to check okay. that one up, All I on didn't there. think to check. Dear
2: this crazy ship, Ray.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> so uh, we find out that like Flash and Airborne, first off, our characters in
0: GI Joe. Just so you know. Uh, second option pull down uh, Hawaii to E Easter Island. Boom, pops oh. right up.
1: You know why people have been watching this episode <laughs> <I like> a <laughs> lot? It just shows you the listenership is starting to get on board because <laughs> uh, they ask the same question we do. I just hear psionic powers. We've already talked about that. It's just like. Because uh, they're they're testing him like uh, you would test out in the opening scene of Ghostbusters. Yep, that's yep. exactly what it's I like, thought. Is it a couple of wavy lines? Zzz, I'm sorry, no. But they didn't electrically shock Which, him. Which,
2: By the way, what a jerk Bill Murray was in that scene. Kind of a
1: D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's trying to get his. You know, what do I know, you but give the well, well, guy a break. This
2: what kills me. You get a
1: monologue about they're not psychic powers, they're psionic powers. That's what I'm saying. But then they're testing them for
2: literally psychic powers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Which card am start. I
1: holding up, Tommy?
2: It's baby steps. They got to baby step their way up to the. the the harder stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say that this is, this is, I wrote down supernatural time because we've only had a couple of episodes in the past that have been supernatural. And I feel like GI Joe at this point is having an identity crisis. They need to decide if they are this crazy wackadoo supernatural show where anything goes or a straight laced military show where things are feasible.
0: Here's the thing. The first episode that Ray had me watch uh, before we started this this whole thing uh-huh. it was like an amazing. Well, let's episode. let's watch an episode and like see if this would work as like a podcast thing. Was an episode where they travel <laughs> back in time to ancient Greece and meet gods, oh. meet literal gods. Hercu- uh, uh, fucking I'm, Zeus, friggin' okay. shows up.
2: But see, you're and, and how do they travel
0: back in time?
1: Aliens, an alien spaceship. Oh, uh, I was hoping you were going to say farts. I was hoping you were going to say farts. crazy. So. So but, we've yeah. had border. We've had borderline supernatural a lot on this show. Fatal fluffies aren't yeah. natural. You no, know, I know, but it's it's still
2: stuff. Do that, you, like, Gina? In the You're world still on eBay of... looking for one.
0: <laughs> no, we, the thing is, when we start, first started doing the thing like, hey, what's your favorite superpower in the episode? I was because they were already skirting that edge. And now we see yes. it's only taken them twenty episodes, and now we're just in in crazy.
2: Yeah, time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the I like the <laughs> the wackadoo stuff, but I think that it's weird. It would be like if you had if you if you had Mash, <laughs> and then all of a sudden someone was like, "By the way, I can light things on fire with my eyeballs."
1: No. <laughs> do 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 do
0: <laughs> I would watch. I would. I would have watched more Mash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the thing is. Uh, what kind of show this is? Is a show for eleven-year-old uh, boys. Anything that will appeal to eleven. Anything that would make an eleven-year-old boy go, "Holy shit, that's awesome!"
2: I think is they what just goes realized the that like military stuff has a short shelf life, so they were like, "Let's we gotta we gotta." What, what, open to be fair, though, that is
0: one hundred percent incorrect. Yeah, in, no. <laughs> guns, guns are always. Universal. Children, little boys will always love guns.
2: But yeah, but they'll love guns and. Psychic but you know where this story comes yeah. from is
1: at the height of the Cold War. Both uh, Russia and the United States were both uh, both had psychic oh, yeah. testing facilities and I guess whatnot. That's like true. we were really trying to do this shit in real life. We were trying to have the astral projection chick. You talk about what yep. good is that power? We were training people to do that to spy on Russian bases.
0: Without ever actually having uh, to go there. To clarify, I didn't mean that, uh, that it had no use. I meant that it had no use when you're being attacked by uh, trained military operatives.
1: Well, the cool thing is you can just like, leave your body so you don't have to be there when you get shot. I mean, you got that going for you, I guess. Oh,
2: yeah. Maybe. I don't
1: know but this is when you say like it's all like weird and stuff it's not that far-fetched it's just taking it one step further from Uh where the reality of the situation actually was Mm -hmm. and in that I actually appreciated it because it allowed me to revisit kind of the crazy town in the world that was the Cold War Uh where it's like (laughs) we heard the Russians have psychic powers we now have to study psychic powers
2: hey we all know I was into that ghost episode so ghost
1: (laughs) episode was
0: good though that's
1: the ghost episode where you fell in love with Wild Bill
2: yeah I haven't seen Um. him since then he doesn't call he doesn't write doesn't
0: call. Uh then there was also the man in black who was uh there shaking yes. hands with Duke. That was weird. He was just there. The, what? Dude, the dude in the suit with the with the dark sunglasses oh. inside. He looked uh-huh. like the guy who was a go to. Did plays- you not see him?
2: I don't think oh I remember God. this. He looks Gina like the guy who plays
0: See him, Mr. Did Anderson. only we see him, Ray? Yeah. No, I saw him. Please, if you you that... people listening, if you saw the man in black in the episode, no. let us know. Leave a comment. Don't. Because no, apparently Gene no, d- does.
2: Pretend you didn't see him because this is a weird thing that Chan and, Chan and Ray are both going crazy or there are little Easter eggs placed in with which only people with a Y chromosome well, can the see. The cool
1: part was that was played by Hugo <laughs> Weaving, I assume. Because he was just perfectly perfectly from Thank the Men you, in Black Mr. universe Duke. and uh, or <laughs> Men in Black. Well, Men in Black as well as The Matrix, yes. <laughs> I conflate the two, apparently. Uh, I also like the scientists in this room. They're testing for the wavy lines and all that psychic stuff, and then Tommy's like, it's frustrating. He goes, I just don't have the power, and then like the, the cards <laughs> start flying all over. And the scientists are like, oh it was cool nobody seems to be freaked out by this at all like guys psychic psychic shit's real that is the thing that bothered
0: me have you not seen that's it that's what bothered you yes because Duke and Lady J are like oh this is ridiculous and then it happens and Duke's like yep oh, that's yeah. totally normal that's and, Lady- he just- and Lady J was just kind of like Wow, I guess that is a normal thing. All right, then. <laughs>
1: and Duke just turns to the man in black, and he just shakes his hand. He's like, looks yeah. like you got this one right. No, yeah. what you just saw was
2: crazy.
0: Yeah, and you're just handing him over to some dude that's going to put him into a basement and, and dissect him.
2: Well, I think that the Joes just took a bunch of quaaludes, because in a second, the Cobra gang is going to bust in there, and all the Joes are just like, oh, this is happening now. Their
1: that's reaction true. time is
2: severely slowed. It's
1: very bad. Everyone's it's just really really. I mean, there's just a crazy thing that happens here because we get uh, Storm Shadow that shows up uh-huh. in, in the room. I'm Sorry, who? It was Storm Shadow, but his voice was not Storm Shadow. It was not Storm Shadow. I don't know what was happening with that particular treatment, but that was very clearly Storm Shadow with the sword cutting the table in oh, half. Oh, and then which, instead of.
2: By the way, don't just gloss over the fact that a scientist ninja kicks an entire table <laughs> uh, that is at correct. a human man. Like he, I, like I was just like, did he just with a flick of his foot? Like I can't kick a table. Can anyone kick a table? Let's find out. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm just going to get up. Right
0: do not. That's an Ikea table, Ray. <laughs> that will explode into display. You know what? I
1: take it back. I don't want to kick your flurgenhagen.
2: <laughs> I'm you just saying, what, a-
0: your f- You want to take this outside, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> is that what you used to do? I just made oh. up an Ikea word and it was really rude.
2: <laughs> I'm just um, saying a ping pong table is heavy as crap.
1: It's pretty bad. and this table was really big. Yeah, mm-hmm. the crazy thing is, we've seen Storm Shadow at least at, what a half dozen episodes at minimum. Yeah, you know, and, and he usually comes in, he's like, "I will now be taking the prisoner from you." Uh-huh. This Storm Shadow walks, he's like, "Hey, you guys,
2: I'm gonna <laughs> take this guy, and we're gonna get out of the building."
1: It's like Storm Shadow. That's weird, <laughs> you've changed.
2: Maybe it's like maybe maybe the Cobra guys were like, oh, hey, people are pretty scared of him, but you don't yeah. know what he looks like, so let's just slap his costume on a bunch of low level dudes. It's
0: like, hey, Buzzsaw, could you put could you put this on, please, uh, Ripper? One of these. <laughs> it one was your just the
2: weirdest.
1: <laughs> hey, you who knows nothing about Storm Shadow or the treatment we've done of this character, can you just come in and shout some random things? <laughs> I
2: still am hung up on the fact that like so so. The Joes have no security system in place for this. I've got this nope. here.
1: They landed like a jumbo jet with a cobra head next to the building mm-hmm. where these are taking place, and then just nobody noticed.
2: In nobody noticed. Uh, like it seems like this is just a random warehouse because in a second everything's about to catch on fire, and I yes. said, "Oh, sprinklers! No sprinklers no,
0: don't exist." Well, uh, two here, secret. here's the thing. Uh, they had a pyrokinetic with them and he was blasting shit down with uh, uh, like a uh, living fire. It's cool, um, man. Uh-huh. I thought that was cool as hell. Uh, also, like all of their bases are 100 percent metal. Like everything <laughs> is 100 percent metal. So nothing's going to catch fire. Although it is super melty. Um, Before
1: we jump ahead one sec here, I just had a question about Storm Shadow's tactics in that room because he cuts the table in half and he does the seemingly what every Cobra does because Crimson Guardsman number nine did this, too. He's cornered in a room. He grabs he jumps out of the lights on the ceiling. Yeah. and start swinging on them. Like, I Is that just like the go-to in the
2: handbook? Yeah, they teach them that in school.
0: <laughs> I feel like fluorescent lights were much more of a thing in the 80s, those big, huge square things that were hanging down yeah. from mm-hmm. the ceiling. So it was perfectly normal. It's like a, you know, like a kid's looking at it, it. was like, oh yeah, this is like the lights in my cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Jump up, obviously. And I'm going to swing on them. Yeah, obviously what you want to do is jump up there, cut them so they come f- f- go swinging down yeah. like a Almost like a worked. pendulum and okay. you know, kill the uh, uh, scientists. And if it weren't for Lady J's well-placed javelin they could they would have been smashed
2: she's always there with a the well-placed javelin
0: yep that just just uh defying the laws of physics
1: just stop don't, don't even worry about up, that boom yeah what, but yeah. lady j also like she apparently really understands psionics like she's on board now at first she was skeptical uh-huh. Uh-huh. she's seen one thing and suddenly she's an expert on psionics. like she's explaining to duke how it works mm-hmm. like just overnight she went from this isn't real to, uh, I got to handle this <laughs> now. Oh, yeah. no, you that's... guys, hold on. Let's, Duke, <laughs> yeah. you're so dumb. Let me explain Obviously, this Obviously, he
0: created the fire from his mind, the thing on his head. <laughs> Obviously, that's it's a amplifier. so
2: casual about everything that's <laughs> yes, happening that here. is my
0: problem with the episode. Everything else, they are 100% okay with.
1: But I'm actually down with every single thing that happened so far as being realistic in this world because when compared to the next thing that happens, the Joes get trapped, Duke pulls out his pistol and blows down a wall with his laser pistol. Where have these weapons been this entire time. I mean, that's time. in
2: keeping with stuff that's happened before. He took
1: out his little pistol, you know, the kind that made bazooka go sneezy time. Yeah, but we've seen yeah.
2: them take down planes.
0: Yeah, no, you said you said it to uh, uh, bust down walls. There's, there's oh, there's, a little, there's a little thing there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like stun. Mm-hmm. Boy, Destro um, sold sold Cobra planes, the shitty ones that didn't
1: have that switch on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, also, uh, we cut back to airborne uh, flying around Easter Island. They have no feeling for collateral damage at all. Like, they're just having yeah. a fight, just shooting random lasers around this, like, wonder of the world in the Easter head statues.
2: Yeah. Also, one of them, at some point, this is earlier on, but they say, uh, j- just be careful of these weird statues. Like, you've never seen right. a photo of it's Easter Island? never Ireland? heard of it.
0: Right. Uh, and fortunately, uh, well, yeah, then one of the moais, like, turns and shoots at them with lasers. So, obviously, one of them's rigged by a uh, 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 cobra. It was just Blood weird. Ups. And also, I'm um, now, so Tommy is psychic, right? Yes. Tommy is psionics.
1: Um, excuse me, Tommy has psionic <laughs> powers and he's Airborne's brother. Mm-hmm. So Tommy Tommy understands that Airborne's in trouble and crashes. Yeah. Yet later in the episode, Airborne seems to recognize that Tommy is in trouble as well. So is Airborne psionic as well as Tommy? It's or a, here's is it thing. a weird like one-way street that somehow reciprocates?
0: I feel like Tomax and Zaymot are not sci- psychic or psionic. Aren't they? They have, they have uh, a latent psychic power. Mm-hmm. Twin powers, yes. They have twin magic. Mm-hmm. And so do Tommy <laughs> and uh, Airborne. But yes. they're not
1: twins. Clearly they're not
0: twins. No. One is much older than the no, other. No, they're
2: not. Yeah. But I think uh, uh, they're the only other s- uh, siblings that we see in the show. Oh, I guess we saw Pilar and her her brother but you know what here's the
0: thing Uh, I think those are the only three sibling uh, uh, combinations we've had and if two of them have psychic powers it's safe to assume that most (laughs) brothers and sisters have have a connection I think
2: think the writers were just like let's just make them brother like yeah whatever let's just assume all siblings in this world have some sort of (laughs) crazy connection you know Mm -hmm. what though
1: when Pilar's brother actually screamed and ran into that you know uh, abandoned warehouse she knew exactly where he was right So, I mean, you it's could true.
0: justify that she had a psychic power as well. You know what? I will take that. Yeah. <laughs> all brothers, uh, all, all sibling pairings have psychic powers in this world.
1: And look at Zartan, Zarana, and Xandar. Of course, we haven't seen Zartan's brother and sister yet on the yeah, show. Yeah,
2: stop talking about things but we don't they... know about, Ray. <laughs> but they also have
1: a link. I'm just saying it's together. It makes this, this, this theory holds deep in G.I. Joe universe. Let's explore that going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have just written down here, like, at a certain point, like, there's just X-Men level shit happening everywhere. People blowing yeah. fire yep. and psychic powers, psionic powers, excuse me.
2: What they're doing in Washington, D.C. Like, where the mean? hell is this taking place? Like, at some point, there's chaos happening everywhere. They're in Easter Island. They're in Washington, D.C. They're- I th- yeah, I wondered
1: that, too. I think that the thing takes place in D.C., though. I think. Because they immediately hop in their planes, and they start flying after the Cobra ship, and they accidentally shoot the Washington Monument. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And that seems to happen like immediately afterwards. And just j- just jam that uh, plane right into the Washington Monument. Yeah. So we got an early nine eleven for everybody. <laughs> just uh...
2: you know what? This episode seemed to me like they were they were uh, planning an eighties spinoff where they were going <laughs> to have all the psionic people have like their it. own show. Okay. Because the Tommy I, Show. Because they were introducing a lot of like crazy new characters and and you know crazy things are happening and i was like this seems like the setup to them being like yeah you can catch us every saturday morning at 10 p- 10 a.m. we'll be the
1: 8:30 a.m. slot slot after gi <laughs> joe at 8 um there's now i, I think we have a, we had a moment here that happens right towards the beginning middle of the episode that goes into one of our theories we have that cobra commander and these this set of episodes does not give a shit uh-huh. he's completely mentally checked out of his plans right now <laughs> yep. because he's sitting there at his base and they say oh G.I. Joe you know uh, uh, is on our psionic power scheme and Cobra Commander immediately says well time to evacuate
0: <laughs>
2: Like, five seconds. They're not even there yet. He is filling quotas with these plans for the higher-ups. <laughs> he's, like, middle management right now. And someone was just like, all right, I just can you just file his paperwork? And he's like, sure, sure. But he's, like, waiting to go home at the end of the day.
1: It is. It's like the guy who wrote, like, his big great American novel. <laughs> and he—he—he he, he, like, ten years in the works. And he's done all these experiences. And he's—and this is just the masterpiece as he knows it. And then he gets his first rejection letter from the book company. He's like, fuck it. I'm out. That's <laughs> it time to work on the next one because we're done here. Like, he gives up so quickly.
2: Yeah. He
0: does not care right there. You know who I... Uh, my concern, the people who are not caring are the writers. <laughs> <laughs> because Easter... Uh, we all know what Easter Island is. Yes. We're well aware of the archaeological digs that, are, uh, that go kid, on As a kid, I knew what Easter Island was. Easter Island is, is one of those things. It's not one of the uh, seven wonders of the world, but it's definitely a place, you know. It's not, a, but it's a miracle of wonderment. Yes. Uh, and it was like, Cobra's like, cool, we're going to blow it up. Okay. <laughs> Nobody True. minds. Nobody cares. It, uh, well, And that, plus the Washington Monument, yeah. having a plane driven into it. Uh, cool, are we just gonna, like, blow up everything now? Everything that, uh, like, San Francisco just just got wiped (laughs) off the face of the earth. Oh, well. See you next Tuesday, yeah. kids. We, we still have Oakland.
2: We assume that they're rebuilding it. My big question was... How do
0: you rebuild uh, Moai there, that were... Uh, I
2: mean, first of all, do they have bodies under those heads? Is that a thing? Two of them yes. do. Is that a thing?
0: That actually is. That's one of the things that they... Uh, that they that, discovered? They kept uh, excavating and they found... Basically, it's like a huge head and kind of like a small body.
2: Okay, interesting. Because as soon as they started to rise up from the dirt, I wrote, wait, is this, is this real? Like, do they really have bodies that, under there?
0: I don't know that they had dug that deep uh in the mid 80s so they may not have uh well, discovered that yet whoa, but definitely writers definitely 11 year old boy would be like of course, of course there's there are fucking bodies oh, under
2: there the part
1: yeah. that freaked me out about that though is that the two bodies come out this is later in the episode and then they come out they kick one of the heads over and there's no body under it and i'm like oh no
2: Oh. I it super hard. They either
1: decapitated that one or they, that <laughs> one was blessed to not have a body.
2: Oh, they probably decapitated it. Oh, no.
1: So Airborne and Flash have been captured by Cobra. Mm-hmm. And there's a weird moment because Cobra could just murder them at any moment. Like, yep. you know, they should. Uh-huh. Sure. But of course they don't. A Cobra Commander wants his James Bond moment involving these giant tiki statues. Uh-huh. What do they call them? Moai? Uh, yeah. I didn't know they actually had a real name. I, I, just, I did not either. We're educating in this episode, mm-hmm. everybody. No,
0: I am educating you. That's what's <laughs> happening here. Well. Uh, but you see, the the fun thing is that uh, Flash basically already knows that Cobra is will tell people yes. anything for any reason. He's just like, hey, uh, can we play 20 questions while we're g-? He literally says, he says less 20 questions. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know. Okay. But then later on, it's like, yeah, sure, we'll tell you exactly. <laughs> not <way."> a vegetable. <laughs>
1: No, because he says, well, would you deny a dying man his last request? And the Cobra Commander had a great opportunity here to be delightfully evil, and he didn't take it. Yeah, you know. d- d- yes. The response, the response to that was Cobra Commander says, oh, a point well taken. And I really wanted Cobra <laughs> Commander to even say, would you, would you deny a dying man his last request? If Cobra would be like, oh, that's a point well taken. Yes.
2: Also, bow, I feel like he should bow. just be like, have you not been paying attention to who I am? like i'm cobra commander when have you ever thought that anything i did was fair or honorable well they were i don't know why are they blowing up easter island to begin with though i don't know
0: what because they track them to their secret base
1: so don't they usually let the joes take care of that ordinarily he has given up so fast in this
0: episode so
2: so the so cobra has a secret base on easter island and this is their defense mechanism yes that's a pretty good defense technically
0: no those things aren't those things oh, those were brought about by the psionic powers the telekinesis yeah. which, oh got it which got as it. we all know telekinesis obviously is the power <laughs> to grant life to inanimate objects correct
2: guys there's a lot of layers in this episode. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack with this uh, one yes
0: just go ahead and look it up on uh, uh, Wikipedia it will tell you that telekinesis oh. is the power to grant uh, life to inanimate objects
2: <laughs> I also w- I, I also fibbing. wrote down what's the science behind how these stone guys make noises because they have <laughs> no vocal cords, but at some point they're clearly going. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that's um, that's
1: telekinesis can be used to create psychic vibrations uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. in the mouth hole <laughs> of the giant. Look, Gina, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a good answer for you.
0: Wikipedia, here. Gina, don't make us do the work <laughs> for you.
2: But yeah, I definitely wrote down, did Cobra just permanently mess up Easter Island? Oh, they, bl- yeah, they Cobra blew up.
0: blew up the entire <laughs> fucking island. Yeah, this that, is that, what I was saying. That someone about. is
2: going to be mad. Who owns Easter Island? They're Nobody gonna be cares. mad. The
0: people of Chile.
1: And I believe it's the people of Chile. And they don't care either, apparently.
2: They're
1: going to be mad. Oh. And Cobra Commander decides to, he not only tells the entire plan, which is already dumb. Like, right. Gee, come on, Cobra Commander. Although it is how many a pretty times simple is this plan. One? But how many times has this actually worked to the point where you can get arrogant about telling your plan? This is the 50th time he's told someone his plan and that person hasn't died and stopped him. Maybe
2: mm-hmm. they're doing it because they can't remember these Joe's names and they're trying to buy <laughs> time because they're like, oh, crap, there are so many of you. Who are these guys? All right, I'll keep talking. Maybe uh, one of them will turn to the other and say their name. Gina, you're
0: projecting. <laughs> hey, hey, m- man, good to see you. Uh, look, we're going to go to K-12. <laughs> So, um, you know, if you and your friend, your your friend, um, anyway, if you and you, your friend want to come, that's where we'll be. And you two, you and you can meet us there. The fuck's your name, man? Why would you just tell us your name? Look, let's just friend each other on Facebook. And, uh, I'll write uh, down my name. You find me. <laughs>
1: Include a message of this conversation so I know. They just
2: start guessing the names based on what their job is. They'll be like, I see you have a flamethrower there. <laughs> oh, you look like
0: an, a pilot. It's uh, up, Airborne? <laughs> what? Seriously? Oh, I
2: got it right? You got
1: that one. Yes! Oh, and you often wear trench coats around elementary school playgrounds. Flash. Flash. <laughs>
2: Flash is a weird one. Like, what's his what's his deal? What's, um, why is he uh, Flash? I wanna, want to know your joke. Uh, well, I'll know don't your. Really I was going to know your
1: Joe Airborne, but maybe we should do Flash. Yeah,
2: I mean, either right, way, I will not
1: look up. don't look him up. Don't look either of
2: these. I don't know either. Of these uh, here's guys.
1: the deal. I used to own a Flash action figure, uh-huh. and I I want to say it was either like he was a minesweeper sweeper or he was involved in laser weapons. I'm probably somebody again at home is just screaming at their podcast <laughs> right now. Oh, what an idiot. I am
0: pilot then. Airborne was definitely a pilot, though. Like, that was his deal. I thought Flash was the one piloting this one, and Airborne was in the back. It's entirely possible. I'm telling
2: you, they should be wearing name tags. <laughs> definitely. Why? So it solve not? everything. Well,
1: at this moment, Duke has what I consider pretty good detective work. They go, well, how do you know to go to Easter Island? He goes, well, that's where their plane went down, so there might be a base there, since that's... Tommy has told us Airborne's in trouble with Cobra, and I actually give Duke 10 times the respect for actually figuring this one out. Now, it wasn't a deep Sherlock Holmes-esque leap of knowledge or
2: critical thinking, but he got him there. Are you giving him credit because he's usually really dumb? Yes. Mm. And you're, and this is, this is his one moment? <laughs> he's barely smarter than Synthoid
1: Duke. <laughs> <laughs> and Synthoid Duke, as we know, could barely remember his own name, much less Fortune. anybody
0: else's. Fortunately, Cobra Commander couldn't resist boasting about his base on K-12. Couldn't boast about it. So so uh, if we follow the arc now,
1: uh-huh. is um Airbo- Airborne and uh, Flash were at uh, Hawaiian Islands and then followed Cobra all the way to Easter Island. Chan, did you get the, the map up on that? I certainly did. How many miles is
0: that? 4,649 miles. 4,649 miles. Half again the distance across the United States of America. That is correct. So
1: they just happened with In their a helicopter.
0: helicopter. <laughs> In tiny. <laughs> Mini-fang helicopters. take all
1: the way, at which point that Duke and uh, Lady J and the Joe team decide to head to Easter Island, which from Washington, D.C. is just over 5,000 miles away.
2: Uh-huh. Excellent. Of
1: and then once they get to Easter Island and it blows up, they realize they have to go to the Himalayas, which is 11,601
0: <laughs> miles from Easter Island. But first they have to stop by the G.I. Joe base.
1: So it's a slight sidetrack. Guys,
2: right this is all assuming that this is the the one Easter Island. Maybe <laughs> uh-huh. Cobra other has Island discovered. Maybe Cobra has discovered a second Easter Island. That they is call Easter they do, Island, which is why they more. don't care when they when they blow it up. Maybe they maybe they blow it up and they're like, you know what? There's still that main Easter mm-hmm.
1: Island. <laughs> oh, this was one of the Easter Island uh, satellites. Yeah, yeah, one of the moons of Easter <laughs> Island. Oh, did you say East? Oh, I meant Christmas Island. Oh, wait, that's a totally different island. My bad. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we're at the Cobra base now, and we already know where this is going because it's a Cobra base in an episode of G.I. Joe. Mm. So, uh, spoiler alert... (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's going to get destroyed. we probably going to destroy it at some <laughs> point.
1: We're going to go for plan B to well, uh, protect your uh, base. Yeah, and apparently for being a really important Himalayan K-12 Cobra base, again, just like the Joe base earlier, there's virtually no security whatsoever on this base to the point where they have to release the prisoners, mm-hmm. the psionic prisoners, to be their, to be their security guards because mm-hmm. there's nobody
0: guarding. There's, uh, there's three of them. Uh, the first line of defense... Is a girl who can leave her body. <laughs> yep. Plus a dude who can blow fire. Yep. In uh, surrounded by ice.
2: Yeah. That, but, that dude so is pretty terrifying, though. That dude uh, was
1: cool. I like that he was kind of bald and a little bit old. Yeah. You know? yeah. I just appreciate that he's been living with this his whole life. Yeah. He's got to be in his fifties or if not sixties. Yeah, his his name is Carmody, 60s.
0: which is a very. Uh, I thought old his name was Jewish a kind of comedy. Yeah.
2: yeah. It sounded like comedy to me. As but I really got a, out of it. it
0: yeah. It is. It is Carmody. <laughs> you know what they say. Nope.
1: Dying is easy. Carmody is hard. Oh, God. Hot is hot. I'll just put that out there. I thought it was funny. Whatever. F you guys. Um, (laughs) So, because, of course, we have to sell, as Chan would say, time to sell the snow gear. Snow Assault, everybody!
2: Snow Assault. And now they we have got the, your boy. the billionth character in this episode, Snow Job. <laughs> Why don't we add Snow Job and Blowtorch in the Snow in Assault the, scene? In the last, like, five minutes, they're like, oh, you know what, we've already got a lot of characters and new characters and, and characters no one's seen. Let's Ooh. add a couple more.
0: Well, Snow Job makes sense. You go in the snow, you bring Snow Job. You have to. You go in the snow, you do not bring Blowtorch. <laughs> you know who else you don't bring? Uh, you don't bring Blowtorch to a place where there's a guy with sonic powers specifically controlling fire. That was a weird moment where Blowtorch comes up on him with his flamethrower. Fire guy just shoots the fire
1: down and kind of like buries Blowtorch, but then yeah. he gets himself covered in a snowdrift, and oh sweet irony, can't get his way out of a snowdrift, despite yeah. the fact he can conjure fire.
2: I think it makes sense actually, because Blowtorch understands fire. He's their fire expert, so mm-hmm. they that's why they want him there to fight fire with fire. So tell you what, Got how to. about
0: you leave your fire shit at yeah, home? Yeah, that was
2: the stupid part.
0: <laughs> uh, but How's and- he gonna melt the ice, Gina? That's uh,
2: true, and we know that the writers of G.I. Joe love melting ice. We love
0: melting Here's ice. Here's the thing. He was like three inches under the snow. He could have brushed the snow off the guy and pulled him out. But instead, he's like, all right, be careful. I'm going to use my fucking flamethrower oh. to get him, get you out. It got more terrifying
1: than that because Blowtorch actually said, keep making noise so I'll know where you are so I don't
0: burn you. Yeah. Over the sound of my flaming flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> Torrent of fire. He's like,
1: keep screaming. I'm mean, screaming! Listen, yeah,
0: I'll he... know the different screams. The <laughs> scream of you wanting to get you out and the scream of your flesh burning off your woes. He
2: doesn't get to he de- he doesn't get to use his flamethrower on every mission, so any excuse he has to use it, he's gonna use it.
1: Ugh. Again, if Ripcord has a choice, Ripcord is going to jump out of an airplane to solve mm-hmm, his problem. Mm-hmm. If Blowtorch yeah. has a problem,
0: right. he's gonna shoot it with his flamethrower. Rather than brush off three inches of snow. About that. I'm think, gonna use my flamethrower.
2: I think that they have a quota to meet. Of how often they use their things, like, <laughs> like it's like it's it's like uh, people gi- cops giving out tickets. The 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 like Duke is like, look, your your name is blowtorch. You use a blowtorch. You need to use that blowtorch five times a month to justify the expense. Yeah,
0: because if you only use it four times next month, they're only going to budget us for four exactly, just,
2: exactly. Yeah. And we've
0: already established that propane is very expensive. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, so we
1: have the two, the two like guys four and five, Thug One and Thug Four and Thug Five mm-hmm. are the prisoners released to be on the roof. We haven't even been introduced to these two characters. We just happen to know they're prisoners, and uh, I believe that their psychic power is the ability to not look up when someone's about to parachute on their head. I think that's their their psionic power, <laughs> and they do it very well because mm-hmm. <laughs> they have no idea that the Joes are coming from right above them, and now they're out of the episode. Mm-hmm. Completely. Um, I have a side note here, and maybe do you have any of these queued up uh, Destro in this episode? Every time Destro speaks, he's the most badass guy. I've never seen Destro this like calm, collected, under control, in the middle of craziness. That's
2: always how he is. He
1: is, but I feel like he's extra in this episode. I'm like,
2: telling you, they're all on Quaaludes. He's <laughs> <It's
1: like, laughs> I'm on Vicodin.
2: <laughs> I pinched my neck while I my slept.
1: My dear Cobra Commander, <laughs> I just need a glass of water. <laughs> but uh, do you have any Destro-poles?
0: Just let the teleconnect
1: I mean, that's awesome right there. It's just mm. he's being screamed at, shouted at, and he's just like exasperated. He's like, Cobra Commander, you were ready to bail when they just heard that you were involved in this project. <laughs> just let the telekinetic do his work. Ugh.
0: this actually <laughs> <That's the> subtext. <laughs> uh it's right before uh, this other line, which I'm still on the fence whether I think it's the best or the worst. I feel like uh, uh, nine-year-old me would end with this. Yep. So. Open sesame. Clam up and move sesame. Clam up and move yeah. sesame. What? Open sesame.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Clam up and move sesame. Get it. I get it. Sesame. Uh, well, there's got to be something clever. Uh, Chan likes to say, there's one
1: pun that hits every single episode.
0: Again, we found uh, it. Me, like like a uh, uh, 40-year-old me, not into it. Nine-year-old me is like, holy shit, sesame sounds like sesame. <laughs> Lady J, I, want, I don't know what I want to do with this thing down here in between my legs, but I know I want to put it in her.
1: I don't know, Chan. I think 40-year-old you is into that. <laughs> but still doesn't know where to put the thing between your
0: legs. <laughs> still trying to
1: figure it out. Uh, so we get to finally like all the other psionics are useless so we have Tommy who's in the main control room he's apparently in the well, again from the X-Men he's in that giant um, mm. Professor X geosphere
0: yep, just like Legion mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> sitting in a Cobra chair with no guards as well might I add again well, no he's no got his security. own guard <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's got the iron hand yeah. of power. So he creates a tree monster. Yep, that's he, what a telekinetic does. <laughs>
2: creates,
1: he takes it. He just and then he creates a giant set
0: of chattering teeth. That's what a telekinetic does.
2: <laughs> Where is he getting the raw materials for this? He's just pulling it out of the floor. Yeah,
0: yeah it's the it's the rock from the earth and shaped into teeth. Oh, this uh, Himalayan like a...
1: uh, was it was actually on an Indian burial ground, like poltergeist.
0: <laughs> oh, gotcha. So, so he's not he actually just... doing anything. It's just. It's just the Indian spirits are uh, are. It would world. make
2: sense because, as I said earlier, Tommy looks like he is Native American. Right. His brother is the whitest. Because in Native
0: alive. Americans obviously have are shamanistic from powers. In the Himalayas. <laughs> in,
1: in that, too. So, uh, again, we established early in G.I. Joe episodes that uh, everyone can hear everybody else at all times. So, there's a great moment where they figure out that Tommy's the one causing this because, of course, he is. Uh-huh. And then I forget, maybe Flash, I forget who it is on the ground. It just says, Hey, Duke, did you hear that? And Duke's like, halfway on the base he's like of course i heard that <laughs> <laughs> they tried to justify it by having more a headset no other joe's wearing a headset <laughs>
0: nope. they're just talking
1: he says just out of nowhere he just shouts to the ether duke did you get that <laughs> of course i got that come on dude do.
0: i will say i had uh much fun when they finally made it to the central chamber and uh uh basically uh, was the beginning of an improv uh, set. It's like, (laughs) hey, can you hear me? It's your brother, Franklin, your brother, you know, Airborne, (laughs) me. I'm just establishing who I am. We're in the central chamber, and you have psionic powers. (laughs) In this Cobra base. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hold on.
1: Let me mix this in my bowl.
0: Oh, and no? then and then uh, this is this is the one that uh, uh, very much bothered me.
2: Airborne,
1: can <laughs> you remember? You gave me that name when I was made Airman.
0: Airborne, <laughs> uh, what?
1: He's in another place right now, Chan. I mean, this is the classic, like, this is a trope of, like, every piece of fiction we've ever known of the person being held against their will right, 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 and then no, no, fighting through for a loved that. one or a family no. member. And
0: I knew that when they went back to the base, he was going to get some uh, dopey little toy or something that he remembers and, and he'll come back to us. And it m-
1: was much like every other G.I. Joe we've been watching lately. This is with about 90 seconds to go in the show, uh, too. Yeah, we are yeah. rapidly running out of time. So they wanted, don't have they don't have a lot of time to work
2: with. here. I wanted this to be where Airborne says, I have to tell you something. You were adopted. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no! That's why we don't look alike. Proceed <laughs> oh, with your with your craziness.
1: Kill him with the tree, Tommy. <laughs> it's cool. I didn't like I didn't like them
0: either. Oh, little and, Tommy wanted to serve his country. Yeah, make him proud.
1: And then and it's like almost as an afterthought. It's like, oh, and so now we're ten seconds later. Oh, the cobra. Shame, all the cobras left the base. Oh well. <laughs> look, what is happening right now? They're fixing the Washington Monument, mm-hmm. and then we get an important life lesson from Airborne and Tommy here. Um, uh, can you, can you play that up for us, uh, Mr. Chan?
0: Time, someone asks you to participate
1: in an ESP experiment. Uh, turn them down. You know something, kid? You read my mind. Yeah. In <laughs> short, the lesson Airborne is trying to teach to his brother is, you have something special about you that nobody else has. Bury your dreams, kid. <laughs> just don't even try to be different. This
0: is just like... Just first, fit in, Tommy. I'm sick pil- of your shit. Pilot episode of Supergirl. Like, <laughs> keep it to yourself. Don't help anybody with these powers, these amazing, tremendously right. <laughs> powerful uh, uh, effects. Ooh. I mean, no offense, Cobra came out with this thing to, to cause
1: evil. Mm-hmm. He could be Dr. Manhattan yeah. single handedly like winning the Vietnam War mm-hmm. and, and like I mean literally ending crime in America. The technology clearly mm-hmm. exists for this to happen. Mm-hmm. And all Airborne's telling him is just like bury your feelings inside, Tommy. <laughs> Don't a, rock the boat,
2: asshole. I had a much bigger problem with this scene, which was Airborne is still wearing his helmet. <laughs> Take that shit off and air out your head, dude. It's got to be sweaty at this point. You're hanging out
1: with your brother.
2: Like, seriously, like, relax a little bit. You know that his hair is all sweaty and matted underneath, and it's like when you used to play soccer when you were a little girl, and you took off your shin guards after the sh- after the game, and you're like, oh, yes, it's so satisfying. Yeah. Take that helmet off.
0: I remember what it's like playing <laughs> soccer as a little girl.
1: It's weird, the... <laughs> The thing i actually about airborne is he suffers from male pattern baldness, and so he always wears his helmet because he's ashamed of his hairline. Man, you the know the same that- reason I wear a hat every time we podcast. <laughs>
2: is- you know that shit was
0: there specifically to block psionic powers. He knows oh, his brother's going to be reading his mind. It's obviously. laced with tinfoil.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's an early magneto prototype. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: It's the Magneto helmet, obviously. So, uh, Gina, did we pass the Bechtel test today? No, we no, did we didn't not. No, didn't close. Unless that tree counts,
0: or maybe no, the know No, I mean no. there was
2: the hot hostage. She could have talked to Lady J at some point, but she didn't.
0: No, she's she she was seen but not heard, mm-hmm. as is uh, as a woman and should for be. A woman.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, is she that didn't, get, we're going she that. didn't get
0: out of the kitchen, but she was still barefoot in, in the astral plane. <laughs> yeah. so. What was
1: weird, I mean, really, to go back a sec, what was weird was then she takes the out-of-body experience and she can still manipulate objects. To me, that's not how astral projection is supposed to work. I thought she was
0: about to, like, possess his body. I thought so, too.
1: That, that nope. would at least make sense to me. But yep. And then what was weird is flashes on the back of that plane being like, did you see that? <laughs> did you feel it? He's like, no, and she was inside me. <laughs> Creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so that... There we go. That's um, <laughs> Operation Mind Man. It's uh, kind of a neat episode. You know, they really, they, they touched on some kind of cool stuff because they're they're, at the time there was all this like spoon bending stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it and, was all right. And real psionic
1: powers, real you know psychic powers. It wasn't boring at least. Yeah. And the scene literally rips off Ghostbusters, which came out like six months, like a year. Summer of 84 was Ghostbusters. Fall of 85 was that scene. Uh Uh-huh. So they did not waste any time at all to immediately, even down to the card with wavy lines Uh on it. Uh (laughs) I only wish they'd
0: given Tommy electric
1: shocks.
0: (laughs) That would have made me happy. I wonder, when did Zapped come out? Zapped? Yeah. I feel like uh, we were seized with uh, psionic fever back then.
1: Well, I'm, like Akira came out a couple, like a year or two later as well, because I kept having Akira flashbacks during this. I was like, don't piss off Tommy. He'll turn your bodies to goo and spray you around the room. He'll turn into a giant tentacled monster. <laughs> oh, you guys have never seen Akira. Stop it. No. Chan. No, I've seen it. Okay. Thank God. You made me
0: nervous. Sorry, i was giving attention. me that thousand yard stare right now. I was honestly looking up zapped. Turns out it was made in 1882. 1882. 1982. Oh, shh. I
1: was
2: I
0: like, it's
1: the first
2: movie ever!" Also, zapped. <laughs> I was like, do you not know hip film history?"
0: Uh, Scott Bayo has uh, telekinetic powers, and as you can see from the um, from the cover of the DVD, there he uses it to pinch girls' butts. Oh, uh, well, that makes <laughs> sense.
2: At least he's using it for fun stuff. For you good, know, not Charles in
1: I don't feel that's any more demeaning towards women than we've been today. So <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: geez, oh,
1: uh, in any case, yeah, don't don't splatter the kids. And
0: Gina, go see Akira, for gosh sakes. Too much to watch. <laughs> what are you watching right now, Gina? Uh, if you say you're still watching uh, Sex in the City,
2: <laughs> your <laughs> argument
0: is invalid. You have time. I
2: today I watched G.I. Joe.
1: <laughs> OK, you know what? Yes. <laughs> That, and and thank you. Thank you for doing that, Gina. <laughs> it helps. We just begin the episode with, yeah, an airborne and and a uh, flash are flying in an aircraft. And
0: Gina's just sorry. like, yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> I don't thing that happened. I'm sorry. I don't have time to watch the show, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it would make no difference. I still don't know who they are or where they're from. <laughs> it's,
1: all, it's all true. We're going to get that vision board set up for you. <laughs> I'm still sold. I'm doing it. I'm I doing have it. a vision <laughs> that we're going to do that for not
2: you. A vision, it's not a vision board, Ray. Go home and look up vision boards.
1: Guys, I want you to create Gina a vision board (laughs) with your Photoshop skills with just a handful of Joes and names so she can print them all out and paste them around the office at work (laughs) in the cubicle or whatever it is that the desk looks like. I'm
2: sure they would take kindly to that.
1: It's regular show. Of course they would. Please, (laughs) Cartoon Network. It's cartoons. Come on, right? That's true. I mean, why wouldn't they? In any case, until next week, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back on Wednesday with another Know Your Joe episode. Probably talking about Airborne, but maybe Flash now. I don't know. I'd like to learn about more about Tommy. He has a promising future as a boring investment banker <laughs> who isn't psychic at all.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: Follow Father he, dreams,
0: kids. Promising future to pinching girls' butts from a distance.
2: <laughs> I
1: mean, if, let's face it. If if I was, you know, of any age, I would. I had those psychic powers. I'd probably do. If that. If you could be anything, be
0: yourself. Unless you can be Scott Bayo, in that in which case, be Scott Bayo. Be yeah. telekinetic Scott Bayo. Be telekinetic. No, you Scott can just Baio. be
2: Scott Bayo. That's that's a trade up any any way you look at it.
0: Now I'm just depressed,
1: <laughs> guys. I mean, I'm not even saying you're wrong, but Scott Baio is a step up for me
0: oh sakes. no just you know what go go find us on Twitter and Facebook and do <laughs> guys Dustin thing. Diamond trying is a step to up from show. me I'm trying to end the show
2: please put it out of its misery
1: you guys Pee Wee Herman mid jerk off in the theater is I'm a step just up from me going to hit stop Chan, on the recording take it out back what and is, shoot it what is happening hey you can find me on Twitter I'm at Almighty Ray Chan where are you found you know what you don't find me <laughs>
0: don't find me you
2: don't Not need after to this find one.
1: Me. <laughs> hey Gina how about you
2: I'm I'm fi- found <laughs>
1: <laughs> We have the train has left the tracks ladies and gentlemen.
0: I'm hitting stop now. Bye. Good night
1: everybody. Dear listeners, do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of The Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host, Nave, and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming, and we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on The Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss, and I'm playing my Pokemon,
2: and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling into water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this game. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. And I was oh my just, god!
1: Like, traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners.